Welcome to Wax Cast Radio, the official radio station of the Get It On Vinyl Revolution. Welcome to Wax Cast Radio. Tonight, we're talking about what Get It On Vinyl is all about the independent record store. More importantly, we're discussing how, as the industry has changed, record stores have had to evolve in order to remain successful. It's always fascinating to look back over the last 15 years in music. Never in music history have we seen so many changes take place. We have seen new genres come and go, old ones reworked and remixed, and countless superstars and one-hit wonders. More importantly, we saw the greatest and possibly only financial collapse of the record industry in just a matter of several years. We saw another format change, this time crossing the line of intangibility. We saw real ownership exchanged for rental, subscription services for streaming, and sadly, we saw the retail centers of the industry close over two-thirds of their stores. Always keeping an ear to the shop still standing, it was refreshing to hear so many year-end updates from these stores we loved. Some reported higher-than-average sales. Some new stores claimed excellent first-year profits. And better yet, some long-standing stores reported their best years to date. The news did not surprise us, but it is making plenty of waves with the media who continue to think that the record stores are on their way out. As so many of us know, the record stores are not only surviving, but they are thriving as well. That's why it still breaks our heart to hear about stores closing. Why, when so many are reporting upswings, are some still reporting lagging sales and giving up? For those closing, the answers are easy, and yes, some of the blame is justified. It's no doubt that the digital standard, both legal and illegal, took a major bite out of the pie. The consumers did not educate the younger generations, consumed by digital, about the importance of the record stores. It's the era of convenience, the economy is still in the toilet, and on and on and on. Once again, some of these excuses are justified. However, if this were the case, why are so many shops reporting success? Now, we are not here to tell anyone how to run their shop. After all, you are the record store. We are a website. But we have dedicated the last few years to researching what is working for record stores and what is not. We have visited shops around the country talking to owners about the formula for a successful shop. Now, we didn't find any formula. Like we said, we are not telling anyone how to run their shop. But what we did find was some common similarities between the shops that continue to survive. What we discovered is that so many of these shops had to be willing to change and go back to doing what they do best, selling music. We have all seen High Fidelity. While the cult classic and very quotable movie holds its own special place in the heart of so many record collectors... There is much to be learned from a re-watching of the film. Jack Black's character is the elite record store employee snob. 
judging everyone for their selections, criticizing lack of musical taste, and refusing to assist customers made him a very relatable character. Many of us, ourselves included, have been in the customer's position. Entering record stores with so many titles at our fingertips is overwhelming. Furthermore, by engaging the super knowledgeable employee in a conversation risks them finding out about our lack of musical knowledge. No, I haven't heard of that band. Or that band. I guess I didn't know as much about punk rock as I thought. However, while the character made for some great comedy, the sad fact is that it was so believable. We have all been there, and that is unfortunate. How did this ever become acceptable? Now, we know most employees are not like that. But there were, and still are, plenty in that mindset. Why is this acceptable in music retail? This kind of elitism, this know-it-all status, this egocentric mindset would never fly in any other type of business. Claiming superiority is no way to go about selling anything. That is not to say that the employee should be musically neutral on everything. We fully expect the record store employee to be knowledgeable in most categories and bands. We want to know what is new. Their opinions do matter. That's what's great about record stores. The employees are some of the most knowledgeable people when it comes to music. Don't believe us? Ask the guy working the CD section at Walmart what they think of the new Wild Flag album. Record store employees are people we look up to and depend on to guide us in our musical discovery. The way they do this must be helpful, accommodating, and not judgmental to our taste, even if it doesn't fit their style. Equally important is the need for a record store to be more than just a place to buy music. They need to be a destination. The digital marketplace has robbed foot traffic. With so much merchandise, including music, at the fingertips of anyone with an internet connection, Consumers don't see the need to leave the comforts of their home in order to purchase music. With sites like Amazon delivering physical music to the doorstep, some argue why we even need record stores at all. The truth is, real record stores and music lovers know that what a record store offers, no website can duplicate. No website can capture the magic of walking in, touching the music, discovering new artists, talking with like-minded customers, and feeling the rush of finding that rare record they have always been searching for. What record stores can do is emphasize these unique aspects that only they can offer. It's great to see so many record stores who have started doing in-store performances. Even hosting a small set from the local garage band is a guaranteed way to bring people into the shops and show them the magic that lies inside. So many touring artists are even finding their way back into independent record stores, and usually free of charge. They are signing CDs, taking pictures with fans. It's a slight inconvenience for major profit. Amoeba Music in California really brought this into the mainstream. Today, it's almost a badge of honor for an artist to say they stood on their stage. However, a shop doesn't have to have a massive stage to host a band. We have seen many shops that simply move a rack of CDs or cram the band in between the vinyl bins. 
It's up close and personal and intimate, and people love that about live music. It doesn't have to be as complex as a band. Some shops host listening parties, show concert DVDs on flat screens, or just have a weekly swap meet at the store. If the local bookstore can have a huge midnight release party for the new fantasy trilogy book with a line going out the door, there is no reason a record store couldn't do the same with the new Lumineers album. In fact, it should be bigger. Everyone listens to music, but not everyone reads about hobbits. In today's world of social media, it's easier than ever to get the word out about these events. It's all about getting the feet in the door and reminding them why a record store is like no other place in the world. The magic is there. In every shop. People just have to be reminded. Thank you for listening to this week's WaxCast. As always, you can catch up on all previous WaxCasts in our archive. Your feedback is important to us, and we want to hear from you. Email your comments to sideb at getitonvinyl.com. Once again, thank you for listening, and we appreciate your support.